Hey y'all. We're back. It's fucking Tuesday. It is Tuesday. 5 p.m. The next day. Next day. We're doing episode two back to back. Back to back. Back to back. Just because scheduling differences, but we're going to get it together. Yeah, I think next week we'll be. This might be. We'll have something next week. Something. something, It'll be better than this week. Do you want to? Yeah, okay. Whatever. 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 Yeah, so welcome to episode two of YFA. We still haven't changed the name yet. Um, we, if we do change the name, we need to hurry the fuck up because we gonna have to switch platforms. <laughs> we gonna have to switch platforms because a lot of these names that we put in for um for these Accounts. like yeah like uh SoundCloud no not SoundCloud I think like Spotify. You can't just be changing the name. That's fine. So. We'll keep it. All right. Well, welcome to officially. Maybe the we can, like, y- switch F- the meaning. A podcast. We could probably switch the meaning. Like, what do you think? Yo, fat ass. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I just thought of that right, right up, right up the dome, right off the dome. Well, uh, we'll keep, we'll keep thinking about it. We'll keep thinking about it. Okay, Cameron. So, how are you feeling today? I'm, I'm just tired. I'm mm-hmm. Tired. That's the theme of the week. Um, I didn't tired. go to my internship today, so I drove out here for oh, this. Shit. I'm sorry. It's okay. I'm so sorry. It's okay. And, uh, yeah, I'm going to my internship on Saturday. So. Mm, on a Saturday? I like it, honestly, because it's a lot chiller. Um, when I went last Saturday, I, I actually really liked it. It was it was cool. Well, that's cool. fun working with old people and doing what they do. Hope nobody dies on you. I hope so, too. Um, I don't know what I'll do if somebody dies on me. But we're not even going to. We're going to. Yeah. How are you feeling? Hmm. I'm not, like, stressed. I'm just thinking about all this shit I got to do. Um, I'm also tired, but, you know, I'm, I'm pushing through. I'm pushing the fuck through. I'm also trying to quit smoking. Oh. So today's day one. Okay, welcome to the sober side. Welcome to the sober podcast. <laughs> no, um, I don't know. Yeah, I just kind of want to stop smoking. I don't really feel like it's good for me. And, I don't know, it doesn't really do much. I just be high. Right. Um, are you, do you feel yourself like wanting to smoke? Um, yeah, I guess I, w- I don't want to say like, you know, like an addict, but I don't know. I just be bored. You know, like when I smoke, it kind of just fills the room, mm-hmm. you know, like it, it, it doesn't make me feel lonely. It kind of just evens it out, evens everything out. That's yeah. why I like to be tipsy, but I can't be tipsy anymore because I don't know how you can just be tipsy. That's, that's a lot of it. It just, I don't feel. It comes with some side effects, yes, but I feel like it really does outplay like being sober. Um, but I can't drink anymore as much because <laughs> I recently learned that I'm fucking up my liver. <laughs> At the age of 22. At the age of 22, y'all. Age of 22. Stay away from that drink, stay away from the alcohol. Uh, black people in general, y'all just need to stay away from Hennessy as a whole. What's wrong? Nothing. Nothing. Nothing at all. All right. Well, let's move on. So, Cameron, what is your song of the week? My song of the week will have to be Split by Willow Smith. Her new album, Bangs, you know? She gives the girls what we need. We needed that good breakup album. That shit's bomb as fuck. I will be seeing her on Halloween. Oh, I need to look into that. So I will be getting my life. I've never seen her live, so this hopefully this hopefully it's good. I'm pretty excited. I hope the tickets aren't sold out. Yeah, I don't know if I want to switch my tickets to floor or keep it on the balcony. I might switch it, but as of right now, it's staying on the balcony. If you're gonna be making decisions, I know, but you ain't even bought your ticket yet. What's your favorite um, lyric from or verse? From the song. Okay, that's a little, that's a little too. I don't know, girl. Okay, well, I'm gonna have you think about yours. I'm gonna talk about my song. Um, my song is "Gravity" by Ferjuous. I don't know who that nigga is. I just like the song. Is that the Gravity? Oh, that's not the song I was singing. Yeah, I don't know what you're talking. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my favorite verse is, "We can fly to Paris." We can fly to Paris. 
You want to go to Barry's friend? Not really. Okay. I just picked the verse. I just picked the verse. I don't know what my favorite um lyric from this song is. I guess the whole song. I really like the whole song. Like there's not like a part that I like the most. Mm-hmm. I guess I really like the chorus. The chorus. The chorus bangs. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Um. So yeah, that is our check-in for the week, or I guess for fucking Tuesday because we were literally here yesterday. But it's um, a whole different day, and I feel like a whole different bitch. I feel like the same bitch. I do. I feel like a whole different. Bitch. I didn't even really do my hair this morning. Ooh. My the gel was still stuck to my head, so I just kind of. Roll with it. Like, I don't know. It wasn't moving. Shit, hard as a brick. Oh so, I didn't even put a bonnet on last night. I did use a silk pillowcase. Though. That's scary. I get so scared. I, I, I need to wear silk, my bonnet before I, I go to sleep. A silk pillowcase? Probably better than a bonnet. I just like wearing my bonnet, but I'll I be it's wearing it outside too. It's comfortable. Do you wear your bonnet outside? Like, do you take no, out the trash? I don't. I'm, I don't know. Do you take your bonnet out? I have terrible social anxiety. I don't need people looking at me. You know what? When I do have to move my car for when it's like trash day, I mean, uh, street, street sweeping, I do, I be running out with my little bonnet, but I do put a hoodie on over it, so I guess, I don't know. Also, I don't really like my bonnet being outside. I don't want my bonnet in outside environment because it's such an inside house thing, for me, at least. Like, I go to sleep with it, so why would I want bug piss that's spraying in the air Whoa. getting on my bonnet, and then I go and lay in the bed with that, you know? I'm wow. very big about I literally clothes. said, do you take the trash out in your bonnet? I didn't say, do you go to the grocery store and shop and buy groceries in your bonnet? It don't take nothing for some bug piss to get on your bonnet. Whoa. Okay, well, miss, no outside bonnet. Silk pillowcases, y'all. Um, my friend, Cha, she was like, you should wear your um, swear boots. Like, they're so cool. I was like, you're right. So I wore them today. And I got a lot of compliments. I was I was shocked. I was shocked. Bitches don't be, I'm not wearing them right now. I took them heavy things off. Um, but a lot of bitches were like, I love your shoes, man. I love your shoes. There was this one guy this morning, the first guy who told me that he liked my shoes. I was a little shook because I wasn't expecting it to happen so fast. Like, as soon as I got... Stop doing that. I, I got to move my hands. I talk with my hands. Don't I'm hit. sorry. Because then we hear it. I'm it's sorry. a feedback. I'm sorry. Anyways, as soon as I got on campus, a nigga was like, I love your shoes, man. I was like, damn. Cameron. Okay, you're going to have to just get over it because I'm going to hit the desk. I'm yeah, you can the hear desk. it when I be editing that shit. It's a sound bang, effect. bang. It's a sound <laughs> it effect. as fuck. It's a sound effect. Okay, I'll try. I'll, I'll try to calm my ADHD down for these 40 minutes. <sighs> 40 minutes. Um. Anyways, today was a decent day. I got a lot of compliments. I guess it helped cute. my insecurities. We'll post them, guys, so you guys know what we're talking about. I already posted them, but I guess on, I'll post on them. On the... Y'all friends again on Instagram. Okay, okay. We'll post I, it. We could do that. If we ever talk about something, we can post it on yeah, there. Yeah, isn't that cute? Mm. We just, uh, look at us mm. coming up with ideas on the dome. Yeah. On the minute. Um, that's good. I'm glad um, you were comfortable. And then I think Cameron wants to make an announcement about questions. She really wants you guys to send in some questions. Where can they send in the questions? All right. Uh, I mentioned this yesterday on uh, episode one. But you can send your questions in our link tree. And our link tree is in our Instagram bio and our TikTok bio. And I don't think we can put it anywhere else right now. We don't have a Twitter or anything. I don't think we'll go. I mean, we could. But not not right now. Not Maybe later down the line. Uh, I'm not going to be tweeting. I might. What are you going to be tweeting? Hmm? What are you going to be saying? I don't know. That's just another platform to put our <laughs> shit on okay, camera. Okay, Damn. Okay. Uh, right now we're working. We got our Spotify podcast up, and I'm really excited about that. Because um, it's just cool. Like, oh, bitch, we got a we got a podcast on Spotify. I think that's really nice. I'm waiting for Apple Music to come through, so we'll also have it on Apple Music as well, and also on Google. Um, so if you guys want us to put it anywhere else, like you know, DM us, send no. us an email, send let us know. Send it in the questions, so you send know. Send it in the questions. Where is it? It's in the link tree in the Instagram bio. In the Instagram bio. So mm-hmm. send us questions. It's called the Ask Cam. And that's going to be a segment that we have. Um, you guys got Whenever a little glimpse of it yesterday. It's going to be kind of like that. It doesn't have to be advice. It could be confessions. It could be questions. It could be um, recommendations. It could be whatever you want, really. So, I mean, you know, keep an eye out for that. And just, you know, send in whatever you want to send in there are no limitations it may not end up on the podcast uh but it'll be good for me and cameron excuse me cameron and i's enjoyment 
Uh, so for today, we're gonna we're gonna get deep. What are you looking at? I was looking at the um, what is Nana about? Oh, okay. Well, yeah, that's <laughs> that's the. T- <laughs> I was doing my job. Okay, while you was trying to clock me. I'm doing my job. I was just trying to make conversation, Kim. I was doing yeah. my job. It was okay, giving like what fine. you doing on your phone, okay? No, I was literally just like like maybe you can talk. We can talk about it right now. Like okay, I, I was, was running out of shit to I say. I was pulling it up. I was running out of things to say, friend. That's all. I'm sorry. And I was ready for it. As soon as you was getting you, you was know, ready. you was, you you was, was slowing down, I had it pulled up. Okay, so we're getting to our media segment. So today we're going to talk about an anime I've been obsessed with over the past couple of weeks. Nana. <laughs> Nana is the anime we're going to be talking about this week. Um, the, si- the series is centered on two Nanas, Nana O and Nana K, two women who moved to Tokyo at the age of 20 with a story focused on Nana O, her suit for fame, and Nana K, her suit for romance, all while struggling to maintain their friendship. Now, Cameron. Yes. You watched the series too, right? We watched yeah, we watched some it. episodes. Okay, okay. Yeah. So what did you think about it? The bitch was really delusional. Which one? And Nana K or Nana? The pink haired oh. Nana. So Nana K. Nana K. Nana Cam. Um, she was very delusional. And in a lot of parts, uh, I saw myself in her. But you did? in a lot of parts, that bitch is stronger than me. <laughs> Nana K? Nana K. In what ways is she stronger than you? Um, She left that nigga alone. Mm. The boy she's really madly in love with, left that nigga alone. The boy she like moved to Tokyo for, left that nigga that alone. That is crazy. She, you know, packed her whole life up. Well, she moved to, she wanted to live with her friends too. Like, it wasn't just because of him. Like, she wanted to be with him. She was on the train, like, yeah, my boyfriend, my boyfriend. We're gonna mm. move to see my boyfriend. We didn't even know about the friends until later on, really. So it was, it was, that was that nigga. I think it was because of Nana, Nana O. I think her, like, their relationship was getting much stronger, and she was spending a lot of time with him, and like, she was doing all that band shit with him, and then I don't know it just kind of like. What are you talking about? That's why she was able to leave her ex. Oh yeah, she did find a like a strong relationship. A stronger relationship with and her. And she um, was, and she was, and she was was working she mm-hmm. was that nigga said go find you a job and she went and found her a job she went and found her a job how did you feel about her friend groups like her first friend group um let me see messy messy very messy. messy her so-called best friend knew that her boyfriend was cheating on her but to save everybody's feelings she just didn't say nothing at all and At gonna all. sit there and like it's okay no yeah no she kind of blamed her she did blame her she, she blamed her part. they had like coffee or something and nana was like oh like i don't know what's wrong like he's not like telling me anything like you, she could tell there was like a difference but she didn't understand why and the friend was like well it's maybe it's because you're just busy all the time mind you the friend knew the whole time that he had already cheated on her mm-hmm. and he was she was blaming her junko Junko, Junko ugly rat ass. <laughs> but her boyfriend was really cool. Like he didn't want to do too much because you know, like that ain't like he liked Nana, but he they didn't. They weren't close. You know, like yeah. you know, like that one that one scene where she had got lost in the city. Yeah. He was like, "Y'all wrong for that. Go look for that girl." Yeah. So he he was riding for her. You know, he was riding for her as I much as he feel could. Like he could have said something though. Hmm. Well, he he really wasn't her friend though. They was they were both more on his side than hers. And the crazy part is, she was friends, um, Junko was friends with Nana. Before anybody. Well, no, because she was friends with that boy. Uh, Shoji? Was it oh, Shoji? Yeah. No, it's not Soji. Soji. Whatever the fuck that name, his name is. They were friends when they were younger. Yeah. And then she had met Nana. So she was, I feel like her friendship with Nana was stronger than the friendship with that man. Yeah. So for her to be like, oh, I'm not picking sides, I feel like that's weird. That was your best friend. Because now you don't even talk to him. That was he dropped all of y'all for that little... 12-year-old looking ass bitch. No, she looked 11 and a half. Which is really strange. Um, What else? She was just a very delusional, love-struck being. And at and some points, all, it was all very annoying, but it was realistic. It was very realistic. Um, it's common for people to get, to get attached, especially when they have, like, 
she was a middle child, so she was like she never really got that much attention. So I think that's another reason why like where it all stemmed from was the fact that like she wanted something to herself, mm. and she didn't have that at home, and so she looked for that in men. Men showed her kind of what she wanted, and then they used her for it. She was fucking on her teacher. <laughs> and that old ass man in front of the movie theater. But it's like, I don't know. I feel like if you have no guidance, you're kind of just trying to figure this shit out. There's a bug in here. I don't know. You want me to kill it? I'm not. It's too high. I'm not. I can't kill it. That's a. I'm sorry. I'm um, dead. Yeah, the show was good. I liked it. We didn't finish it because uh, Cameron got mad at some parts and he wasn't able to finish it. I and spoiled it for he myself. He spoiled it for himself and I was just like, fuck it. And I he spoiled it for me as well. Well, I guess. We now, why is the bug it. right here, That's bro? That's what I'm saying. Come on, Cameron, do something. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> bro. I broke the box. Is it dead? No, I didn't hit it. Oh, my fucking God. It's gonna eat our clothes. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Here, away. You got it? Demon. I don't know, because if it fucking crawls on me, I'm running Gabe, out of this Gabe, bitch. Gabe, you a jump scare. That's funny. I'm sorry, y'all. I, if I screamed in your ear, I'm so sorry. But yeah, that was Nana. Um, the reason we brought this up, because we wanted to talk about relationships today. Yeah. Um, and I guess I wanted to ask Cameron another question. Uh, this, I knew this was... Based, <laughs> I knew it. Okay, so how do you feel like your dating experience has been so far as like a twenty year old? Like, do you feel like it's, you feel like it's justified? Do you feel like you're learning a lot of things? Or I do think, you feel like it's a lot of wasted time and potential? Would you go back and redo some things? Would you not date some people? Would you not entertain some people? Would you try harder with some people? I think that everything happens for a reason. I think that even though my dating experiences have not been the best. Uh, I think it has helped me grow in a lot of different areas. Um, And I am not going to regret anything or anyone that I've dated. Um, I'm not upset about any experiences. A lot of them were traumatic. I'm not upset because they were just, I mean, it's just life. I'm not going to be, I can't continue to be upset about it or I'll never get over it. And I think that they were all just experiences for me. They helped me understand what I want, what I don't want. Uh, I think that your experiences are, I don't know how to put it, like they're just very important parts of your life that help you grow as a person, whether it be romantic, whether it be uh, friendships, whether it be family. They kind of define you a little bit. It, they define it depends on like what you let yourself allow it's like what you don't allow I think it helps you just find your own way of like figuring out who you are um in a sense I will not say that I wanted to experience the things that I've been through like I things I've been through I don't think anyone would want to experience but it has opened my eyes for some um for some things i know before i started dating i was such a hopeless romantic like i loved love like i wanted my fairy tale ending like i i wasn't too i never really expected it to happen but it was always like a possibility and i'm not gonna say it's not but i do know that it is much less than what it was um your last relationship what did you feel worked? What did you feel like didn't work? Um, we didn't work. You don't think so? I think... This is, I don't know. This is kind of a hard so question. Do you want to kind of explain? Do you want to say what happened? Or do you want to kind of keep that personal? Like you I kind of want to keep that personal right now. Okay. Um, maybe later on I'll be more comfortable with talking about that. But... I think that it just, it really, my last relationship just opened my eyes to, like, shit is not, like, shit is not always going to be, like, just not happy. Sweet. Yeah, shit is not sweet. And I have to leave doubt for anybody. I didn't think anything 
detrimental what happened in my last relationship. Like I was, I that was never a thought in my head really until it did. And I think that destroyed me a little bit because this happy go lucky relationship in my head was like had all these like obstacles and like I was ignoring a lot of things I ignored a lot of red flags um and on my behalf I was I'm not gonna say I was the best partner like I was I'm you know I had my problems as well but I think that I just didn't expect to have what happened happen and I think now I just know that it's okay to be a little doubtful um it's not okay to get in a relationship when you know you're insecure when you know you're not um you know you don't really feel too comfortable with yourself I don't think it's best to get are you in a talking about yourself or are you just talking I'm just talking about in general now like these are just the things that I've learned just from being in it um because when you're with somebody and they're giving you all of this attention, all of this love, all of this like support, you can feel yourself depending on them a little bit. And it, it really, I think personally, it just depends on how strong a relationship you have with yourself to keep from that happening. Um, but if it does happen and you do end up depending on this person, it can get bad. Like it won't end nice you'll feel like you'll lost almost all of you because you put all of your happiness into that person. And it's not a good feeling. So I know that it's just to a safe bet to go into a relationship having full confidence in yourself and knowing that at the end of the day, you have you. Can you explain what a heartbreak felt? Like when you... When you felt that initial pain, what did that feel like? Like, did you did you did you feel like your heart was gonna come out of your chest? I couldn't you, breathe. You couldn't I breathe? couldn't breathe. It was like it hurt physically. Like it was like a. It wasn't just the out. Like it wasn't just my feelings that were hurt. It was my body hurt. Like it was one of the worst pains I've ever experienced, and I don't think I ever want to experience it again. Did it happen all at once, or did it kind of gradually build there? Like, so, once it, once the initial thing happened, once you guys were no longer together, or once you felt like what you had was gone, did it immediately just boom, like, oh, like, mm. or was it, like, day one, day two, I think day three? it was more at the initial, it was like a, I, it was more of like a, I can't believe this. Like this, this isn't real. Like shock. It was shock. It was shock, and then it became like anger, and then so like it the became, stages of grief. It was really like the stages of grief. Yeah, it was the stages of grief to the T, actually. Um, but like, I'm not gonna say after what happened, I didn't do the right thing. I didn't leave immediately, and so I allowed myself to have more heartbreak happen. So I the second time was much worse than the first time. And when the second time happened, I knew that I wasn't 100% comfortable with just myself because the way I reacted was very, it was just very impulsive. I acted very impulsively and off of my feelings alone, off of feeling like the one person I thought would like never Care hurt for me, me love me hurt me protect me i i went crazy like i went fucking bizarre and i think i needed it though i really needed that wake up call i wish i didn't have to what I about breakups life... help people grow why do you think some people need to be broken up with in order to grow as a person because you learn about what's not happy like you learn about the hard times you learn like what you need to work on within yourself. You learn what you want out of other people. It's like, it's so much that comes with it. It's not, it feels like just pain, but like through that pain, you're, you become somebody new. That time, like a couple of years ago when, you remember I was talking to that guy mm-hmm. and he just ended up like ghosting me. I mean, I, I the, the situation still doesn't really make sense to me, but we just, 
immediately like lost contact. Yeah. And as like, I don't know, as a person for me, I, I don't, I'm, I'm not, I don't want to say I've never experienced love, but I feel like I've only experienced tough love. Mm-hmm. So my first time actually going on a date, you know, being courted and like just feeling all these things, it it felt it felt good. But then once I guess shit hit the fan, I didn't feel like I didn't feel like I learned anything. Right. I didn't feel like I gained anything. I just felt like I lost a lot of things. I feel like I kind of lost who I was. I feel like before I wouldn't say it was a breakup because we didn't even date. Like I don't know, we were just like. We were still figuring each other out, but yeah. I guess since like we were moving so fast, it, the feelings came even faster. So once it ended, it it just felt like I lost me and I didn't gain anything. Yeah. So I don't really feel like I don't know. I guess I don't know. I, I don't think I I'll learn anything from a from a breakup like that or like being ghosted. Like I don't know. I don't think. I think bad breakups are not meant to be learned from. I think those are really bad people. I think people that aren't able to sort out their emotions, you know, figure out what they want with the person they're with, I feel like those are really evil people. And for you to be like, oh, like, you know, I grew from that. I I, I did all these things. I feel like you shouldn't have to do that. I feel like people need to man up and figure out what they want from you or what they want from like a relationship that they're in. And that's very true. But the reality of it is people don't know. People don't know what they want. So you they have to do though. I don't I feel like everyone knows what they want. You may not you may not know, you may have two choices, but you know what you want. You know what's right and you know what's wrong. Okay, so let me rephrase it. People are going to make decisions that they feel they're most comfortable with. And you still have to work around that. You still have to learn how to handle that. Because if you don't, you're just going to keep setting yourself up for more heartbreak. You're going to keep setting yourself up for, like, just constant pain. And it's, like, I, it sucks. Like, it really does. But you have to have some type of guard. Or you, you, you know, just don't be in a relationship. Because it's going to come with it. And maybe it won't happen. And I'm not saying, like, everybody's like that. But it's going to, you're going to experience it in life. And to just not even try to learn anything from it it's not going to benefit you okay so let's talk let's talk about nana again so nana okay yeah she gets cheated on yeah that's horrible and it seems like she's learned something she seems like she's growing in the show it seems like she's growing she's you know got a steadier job she's making more friends she's more comfortable with herself she doesn't seem to want male male attention anymore but once this other character comes in it's like all that all that she learned, all that she was, you know, aiming for, all that growth just kind of went out the window. You know, it's kind of she just threw everything away. W- what does that mean? What does that mean then? What does that mean? Like you, she got cheated on. Mm-hmm. And then she meets someone else that's 10 times worse. And then now she's back at square one. She's not growing. She's not even trying to grow. She's not trying. But she did. But she's... she did make steps to grow. But she didn't stick with it. And that's common. That's very, it's, that's going to happen. Like, growth is not linear. Like, it's, you're going to continue to make mistakes until you realize you don't want to make any of these mistakes anymore. Until you get pregnant. Until you get pregnant by the wrong nigga. Right. Wrong nigga. Yeah. Until you get trapped. Well, not pregnant, but just trapped in a situation you can't get out of. Exactly. So, you can have the mindset of, this person hurt me. But I'm not going to grow from it or I'm not like I'm just going to focus on the pain. I'm not going to focus on what I could have learned out of this, but it's just not going to do you any good. And for her, it just it didn't do her any good. She went back or she found her uh, the 10 times worse nigga fell in love with him for no reason because she didn't take that time to find herself and find the love within herself. And I'm not saying like it's easy because that's really hard. To be able to just be with yourself and learn to love yourself and spend quality time by yourself and just be comfortable by yourself, that's really hard. Especially when you come from a background where you didn't know any love and all you crave is love. You have to learn how to find that love in yourself. And it's, it's just hard. It's that's not true. easy. It's really not easy. Like that's I think true. that's one of the hardest things you can do. And even when you isolate yourself or even when you are all alone... 
it's kind of hard to accept that love. Yeah. It's hard to accept that love. It is. So I think there's, you just have to find a balance, and that balance can just be really hard to come across. Um, do you think you're ready to love again? Like, do you think you'll be, like, if, if another opportunity came, do you think you'd be able to take that leap? Or do you now. think? I don't think I will be um, in anything for a while. Um, just because I really am tired of being hurt. Um, I don't want to go through the pain that I've been through anymore. And so I, even though, like, it's hard, like, I want to be happy with me. And I know I'm not fully happy with me. And so I don't see my, I don't see myself putting myself in that situation again because this is not the first time like I've put myself in this in this situation a couple times so I know like it takes a couple times well for me at least it takes I know it takes a couple times for me to finally be like okay like that's not what I want it's like getting whooped like you know if you go in the kitchen and take a apple out the fridge or wherever you get your apples and your mama's like no they start whooping your ass, and I you're like, that apple out again, bitch. I'm right, apple or right you'll here. do it one more time, but after that one more time, you're not I gonna touch that, that apple. Shit one more time. I didn't learn my lesson. <laughs> that shit hurt. Don't hit me, bitch. The fuck? Here is the apple. Here, take the apple, bitch. Shit, fuck. Take the apple. I'm just saying, sometimes it, uh, certain people take longer to realize, like, this is not comfortable. So I'm not gonna put myself in the situation to feel that anymore. And I, one of those people. I think I'm very emotional. I get emotionally attached to people uh, just because of my upbringing. I didn't really get that, so I do crave it. It's I, I, Unfortunately, I was not one of those people that kind of distanced themselves from it. No, like, I want it. Like, I want to be loved. I want to give love. Like, I want to feel the whole experience. And so trying to have that experience and continuously getting hurt like it's it's like an ongoing battle like you just you have to let one of them go i'm gonna let that hurt go because it hurts <laughs> no literally i i get it it hurts i guess um oh here's my car dating Please. dating for me i guess it always just feels like like i'm always doing too much or like um we're like i'm never on the same page with the person i'm talking to or I'm either moving too fast or they're moving too fast or I'm just not fully interested or they live too far. I don't know. I don't really know what it is. It's it's really confusing dating. Like, yeah. for me, I don't know. It's like... As a gay man? It's like people show interest, but they don't ever really show interest. Yeah. You know, they'll, they'll do like that weird tapping in every couple of weeks, talk to you for a couple of days and then ghost you and then tap back in. It's just a lot of that. And, okay... Yes, you probably see me on the dating apps, but I dating apps are just so disgusting. Yeah. They're just so disgusting. Like and okay, granted, I've last few people I've talked to or met from dating apps. I mean, it's kinda hard to meet people in real life nowadays, but it's just it's just I, it just feels like nobody knows what they want. And I know what I want. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like I know my feelings. It's not I I, I know how much I can give. And how much I should give, and and I feel like when I'm talking to someone, I'm not really I'm not really giving them all, but I am telling them how I feel in that moment. I'll never tell a man I love them in the first couple of weeks, but I might tell them I like them mm-hmm. because I don't feel like like is as strong as love. You can like like I like like you like your friends. I feel like that's what I tell that's what I mean when I tell someone I like them. And we've only been talking for like a couple of weeks. Right. I like you as a friend. Let's keep this going. Let's see where this goes. But then they get scared of that, and they think I'm, like, moving too fast. I don't know. Dating men is just, like, it's not fun. It's not fun. It's not fun. It's not fun. Because it's, like, dating you Dating could... bitches ain't no better, though. Oh if gosh. we're being, like, one, like, if we're being for real, it ain't no better. I ain't never. I mean, I feel like it would be easier for me because I feel like, as a man, you control most of the relationship. So you control how far you guys go. Women aren't. Women can only break things off. They can never start a relationship. That's not true. I started my last relationship. Like you asked him out? I made the first move. But you asked him out? Like you you solidified you guys as a couple? 
No, he did. He didn't though. The thing so is, who we started kinda, the relationship? We kind of just became one. Did he ever ask you to be his girlfriend? Not until I was like, so we're together, right? And then he was like, yeah. And then he asked you to be his girlfriend when? After I said that. I wouldn't say you started the relationship. He didn't really start it either. I think I did because I put my foot forward. I initiated everything. If you were starting the relationship, you would have been like, okay, will you go out with me? Will you be my boyfriend? You were... Well, he didn't you were do that you either. were pu- you were putting your foot on the gas. He didn't do that. You were either. trying to speed things up. I'm not saying I'm I'm just saying. But you said he asked you out a couple weeks later. Which officially made I had you guys to a couple. say something for it to happen. So I don't what's, think it's the same. What's the thing. day of your anniversary? You saying something or November the day he asked 15th. you? Is that the day you said something or is that the day he asked you to be his girlfriend? That's the day we chose. Because okay, let me give you like some backstory. So, I guess in his head we had just been dating. Like, once we did what we did, I was just his girlfriend in his eyes. What but do you mean? he never asked me. In my eyes, we were just talking. But in what his did y'all eyes. What did you do? I had sex. <laughs> y'all was fucking. In his eyes. We grown here, girl. <laughs> Say it. Say it. Don't be ashamed. Why do I have to don't say Don't be ashamed. You had your legs to the ceiling. <laughs> Don't be ashamed. Actually, I have my face to the covers. Oh, look at you. She's not ashamed no more, y'all. She's not ashamed no more. Okay, go. Oh, continue, continue. I, um, the RSS. So, sorry. We are at work. This I'm girl sorry. is, we are I'm at work. work. We are at work I'm and she's doing, doing other work. work. Can we, can we, can we focus on the task at hand? I'm sorry. We focus on the task at hand. Um, basically, he, like I said, no, he thought we were together after our first time and I thought we were just talking and then finally like a few months later I was like so like what are we and then he was like I thought we were together and I was like no like I need you to ask me why did he think that I don't know okay well let's make a theory why do you think men because I feel like a lot of women go through that or just a lot of relationships in general I also think they go through that yeah so why do you think men just think you guys are together? Is it because like I don't know, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. Um I can't even make a theory. I think I don't know. I really don't. Well, he, when I asked him about it, he told me that he just I don't know. He was just like, I don't know, like I always do this. I've never really asked. He's not very romantic. He had never been really. I want me somebody. He was romantic. he wasn't romantic until like he would. I don't know how to explain it. Like he was romantic, but he wasn't. Mm-hmm. Like he was affectionate, and he was. I think his physical. I mean his um, what is it called? When you, your your his love languages were just different. He wasn't a verbal. He was his love language wasn't verbal. So it was it was like, buying me things. It was like, physical touch. It was like quality time. But when it came to like, oh, I love you so much. You're the best thing. You know, like. Is that what you need? Not really. Because I feel like what he did was enough for me, personally. Um, my love language is physical touch and quality time. So I think that was enough. Like, so I you don't also, need reassurance? I also, no, I see, I do. But like, I could, it was, he, he gave it. To me His in love language ways. was so strong to me that I still felt it. So I didn't need it as much. Like, there would be times where I'd be like, damn, like, do you like me? You know? Mm-hmm. Like, as a woman does, I guess. But he was very good at, like, showing me that he did. Do you think men put too much pressure on men? Like, why is it that we put, like, I wonder, I guess let me say this. I wonder why we put so much pressure on, like, why men put so much pressure on themselves to be such, like, alphas and such, such leaders and such, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Just, just so, so many things that they that all men can't be. You yeah. know, like they they've done it to where if you aren't an alpha male, then you aren't a male. You're yeah. a loser. You're a nerd. You're a weakling. I love me a nerd though. I don't want no hard ass nigga. I want a nigga to cry with me. I don't. I don't want to see my nigga cry. I do. I, don't I wanna love see my nigga me. Cry. I love me a. Soft I mean, nigga. you can cry. But don't be crying. Don't be crying. <laughs> well, Cameron, you're just not emotional. No, I am. 
to other people. Like you're not, you're very closed off. You you have a guard. So it's like I would hope that you would be able to open up to that nigga and let that nigga open up to you. You can cry, but don't be crying like it's the thing to do. Like it's the thing to do. Don't it's be crazy. crying like it's the thing to do. Like <laughs> now, Cameron, explain to us what that means. It's just because that <laughs> shit gets overwhelming. Like, why are you crying? What do you want me to do? You want a hug? And, and then if I give trauma. you a, if you I give you a hug, you never got hugged as a child, and that's why it's like I this didn't. now. I also really hate when people touch me. Yeah. This is a PSA. Don't touch me. Yeah, I know. Do not touch me. There's gonna be more PSAs. I can't think of them right now. <laughs> the but don't come like, up not to the me. head pat. I already knew. Like, I don't come up to me and nigga. touch me. <laughs> if I touch you, that means I'm comfortable with you. But don't just come up to me and start rubbing and touching on me. I hate that. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess I am a really a hard person, but I'm soft too. Like you are. I'm, it's I'm, weird. I'm not hard. I think you're open to things, but you're still like. I don't know. You still have guards. Like, certain things you're okay with, certain things you're just not. Me, personally, I didn't know how much of, like, an affectionate person I was because everyone around me has always been very distant. They've been like you. So, like, I didn't realize how affectionate of a person I was until I started hanging out with one of my work friends. She was very affectionate. She was always, like, next to me. She was always, like, hugging me. And at first, I was like, mm, like... I like things like that, but only on a romantic level. No, I don't need I that as a... F- I don't need you to be touching you me like that what? as friends. And you know what? I think I think that we do. I think that if we allow ourselves to have romantic interactions in our friendships, we would value our friendships more. Because when we have, like... When we have our, like, regular romantic relationships, that's where we crave, like, all of the affection, all of, like like that but like i don't understand why we can't have that in our friendships as long as it's not sexual i don't see why not i think that it's very the connection gets stronger when you are comfortable in your friendships when you are when you have like use that friendship as a safe space where you can open up to them you can hug them you can like i don't know cuddle with them like i don't understand why we don't have that i don't understand why that's not a thing i think it's because like you're a girl I think I think I think for me personally it's because That's I'm fair. gay and like you're a girl and like I don't know I don't think I think my sexuality is a spectrum. Mm-hmm. I think it's just like I don't know not that I'm not comfortable with myself. I don't know how to word this. Right. But it's just it's just not something I'm used to. Yeah. And I, I don't I don't and That's what I'm saying. I don't need it. I mean I want it, but I don't need it. So I don't really see why. I, I don't know. I, I do it when I'm drunk. Like, I'll hug you when I'm drunk, and I'll do things, like, when I'm drunk. But I just don't see it as, like, an everyday thing. Right. I don't know. I've I've, I've tried to be more touchy-feely, touchy-feely. Mm-hmm. But then if, not that anything bad can happen, but I just don't want to regret something. What do you mean by that? I, I feel like that about everything. That's why I kind of stay in my wall. Because okay. if I feel like if I go beyond my wall and I regret something, then it's my fault. But if I don't go beyond my wall and something happens, it's not my fault. Okay. I only get really emotional when something's my fault. If it's not my fault and something happens, I don't care. You know? Mm-hmm. Is that for friendships and relationships? That's just kind of for everything. So if we have a group project in class and I did my part, but we failed the assignment. We failed the class. I'm not mad. I did what I needed to do. Right. You bitches didn't do what you needed to do. Right. So I'm mad at y'all. I'm not mad at myself for picking the group. I did what I contributed. Right. I don't know if that's a good, like, um, I don't know if that's a good um, one. But I, think it's, not, I think that's fine. Maybe we can come back to that one day and I can elaborate more on that. I think we just, we have to allow our trauma. I really do wish that we could have more romantic interactions and just friendships because I think that would lessen the need for romantic relationships, I mean, or, like, romantic sexual relationships because we won't be putting all of ourselves into that just one relationship. We'll have it kind of, like, evened out. And so, like, I think that it would just make it... It would just make things easier. But I know it's... That's a lot easier to say for women than it is for men. And you also have to think about how people people grew up. Um, My mom... she, She wasn't a bad mom, but she just... 
wasn't as affectionate. You know, she needed her space. Mm-hmm. Same with my dad. So I guess it's like I wasn't really like touched or hugged as a child. So I'm not really like I don't need it okay. now. Maybe I needed it then, but now I don't. Because now I'm I'm accustomed to not touching people unless it's on a romantic level. Right, right. And, and if I you're touching me, and, I got the same thing from that. And if you touch me, I'm gonna think it's romantic. So I think that's why. I got the same. Yeah, I grew up the same way. I didn't really get my, that much affection as a child from either of my parents. Um, my that's why parents, I get so uncomfortable because it's like, why are you touching me? Are I you in love with me or something? For me specifically, and why I'm so like attached to romantic relationships is because the love that I wanted from my mom, she gave to me. And I would just watch it. I would watch her have that connection, that relationship with those men instead of me. Mm-hmm. And then so when I grew up, I was like, oh, bet. Well, that's where I go get that love. That's where I go get that attention. That's where I go get that affection is from these relationships. But I'm realizing now, shout out to Grace. Grace, bitch, if you if you ever listen to this, just shout know. Shout out to Grace. I don't know you, but I hope I get to meet you. Just know you are greatly appreciated. Um, you've made me very happy as a person. So Grace very, is welcome to the podcast. She, of course, she is. She's shy. She, I don't think she would do it. She can just sit here and add in. <laughs> Every once. Oh in yeah, a while. I agree. Yeah, you know, agree. she can just sit there. <laughs> Shout out to Grace. That's my bitch for real. I miss you. I'll see you Saturday. Um, and I just think that now, like, I do understand that, like, I don't have to get that in relationships. And I think my first, my very first relationship with that nigga, uh, we're not gonna Your say high school name, one? my high school relationship. I, that was like, I want to say that was my first real attachment. I went crazy over that nigga. I went bizarre I over that there, nigga. Yeah, you were there. there. You you saw everything that happened. Um, That's hollow too much. Mm-hmm, yes, but we're not going to get into it. Let's calm we're down. We're not. We're not. Um, and I think that if I look, when I look back on that, that was really just me trying to find that love that I never got. Like, I'm Literally, not going to say I love my dad to love. I love my dad to death. But he was always like, even though he was present, he didn't want to know too much about me. He would be like, oh, like, what is this? Oh, never mind. Never mind. I don't want to know. And so I've always just never felt like I had a connection with any of my family. Because I, my grandma loved that woman to death. She is the pride and joy of my life. Like... I don't Shout know. Out to the I don't know what I would do without that woman, but I can't go to her and I can't open up to her. I don't have a grandma, y'all. <laughs> I don't have a granddad, so I mean, we here. I don't have that one either. Oh, okay. Well, at least I got some. Um, I cannot open up to that lady because she's so she's so worried about everything. I'll walk like I'll run into a wall, and she call nine one one. She's one of those. Like she's just very over and affectionate. I remember one time I was driving down for my internship and I stopped at a gas station to give me like some 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 to snack on because the the drive was long. And when I I didn't finish the snack, so I just put it like on the kitchen counter. And why do I wake up the next morning and she's bought bulk of the fucking snack that I got? It was some Pringles. I bought a little them little mini cans of Pringles. I bought Shit. that. And when I get when I woke up the next morning, there was all That's flavors. Real love. No, like it's That's real, real true love. And I don't want to hurt that. I don't want to see her hurt because how she, I think her feelings mean the most to me. And if I can keep my feelings out of bay and make sure that she stays happy, I'm going to let that happen. If everything's, if everything is peaches and creams in my life to her, I'm going to let that happen. Because, and I think because of that, I've just never learned to open up to people. And I think I tried to open up in friendships and I lost friends because I think a lot of what I was going through was just kind of too much, especially at the age where I, when I did try to do that. And then that put a damper on me, like just opening up at all, because it was just kind of like, there's no one I can't open up to. So when I got into a relationship and they were so opening and they were so welcoming, I don't know, I've been trying to find it this entire time. I don't know. Um, hold on. And they were so opening and they were so welcoming that it was just kind of like, well, this is where I find that. And that's how I got attached to being in a romantic relationship. I feel like... I grew up more in like a, a military-based type family because my dad was in the military. And so he's just very like alpha dog, alpha male type thing. So it's just like he was like, well, you need to um, – like he was, he was very focused on like sports. And it was very – he was very um, what could you do for me type dad. My mom was just kind of always there. So I never felt like I was doing something right unless it was something that he cared about. You know, yeah. and so like, I had challenges in school, so he never really cared about how my grades were because he knew they were weren't gonna be 
up to par. Like, they weren't going to be anything special. Right. And then also, when I would run track, I wasn't fast. So he just, it just didn't feel like he cared. Like, it doesn't feel like he cared. So as I grew up, I learned to just not feel anything at mm-hmm. all. Like, I learned to just exist. I learned I think, to just exist. Oh no, keep talking. <laughs> no, I don't know. I was trying to think what I wanted to say. And then I guess, and then I'll say this. When I'm going to go back to that, when I'm talking about like me being ghosted by that boy, that's when I feel like all my emotions came in. And that's when I started feeling more. And that's when I started being more emotional. So I guess that's like a growing thing. Like I guess that you were talking about, you grow from relationships. You, you, you learn something, whether I, it be about yourself, whether it be about somebody else. You learn, you learn that you know, you have emotions. You have more emotions than you thought, right? Yeah, because I mean, you learn something. It's, I mean, that was there's, crazy. There's not, you're not gonna come out of it with nothing. Because I'm a bitch that don't cry. I mean, not that I don't cry, but I don't. No, cry that was often. the first time I've ever seen you cry. And I guess when I realized that it was no coming back to it. It hurts. I broke down in tears. It hurts. That shit is not fun. And it was just so strange to me. It was just so strange to me. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I think it's really interesting how the situations that we've been through, they're very similar, but they change, they, they, we kind of like, I don't know, grew from it in such different ways. Um, like you, you're just very distant and that became your comfort. I think you're more comfortable with yourself than anything now. I really am. Yeah, I try to be comfortable with other people. I don't like being by myself though. That's I like true. being around people. But you but I, I'm like by yourself still. I only like being around people I'm comfortable with. Right. If I'm not comfortable with you, I don't really want to be around you. <laughs> right. Because I don't, I guess my thing is I don't want to feel judged. But mm-hmm. I judge people. Yes, you do. So it's weird. <laughs> I don't. I, when I'm around people, I want to feel that I can be whoever I want, and I don't want. I don't want you looking at me with your lip, lip puckered up. Yeah. You know. I get that. I very. I get. I also struggle with being comfortable around people, just because, like, I know how attached I can get. I know how easy people can be so meaningful in my life, and. I think they just like to take advantage of that. Mm-hmm. And I I don't know. So I just limit on who I keep around me. And I have a really hard time making new friendships and making new connections. Making lasting friendships. Lasting friendships, right. Um, I feel like it's not hard to make friends. Everyone's like, it's hard to make friends. It's not. I think when people say that, they mean lasting friendships. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't think they mean like, it's, I mean, we can go be kiki with the bitch outside. The bitch that but, was- that was helping us. She's not a bitch, y'all. She's not a bitch. It's, it's all love. It's tender love and care. Like, ain't nobody calling out her name. But I feel like um, a way to, I mean, sidebar, but a way to grow lasting friendships is just keep talking to them. That's a thing. Only though. if they're giving you good signals. Right. Only if they're giving you good signals. You know, if you're at if you're with, at someone, if you're with someone at work and you guys are making each other laugh, then maybe you should throw in a let's hang out outside of work. Right. That's like, if how you guys I are comfortable with each with other. I was like, right. she had a um, universal pass. And I was like, fuck it, I'll get a universal pass. I liked her. I don't know, I liked her energy, and I wanted to be her friend. Maybe we'll do a How to Make Friends episode. I'll learn from that one. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm decent at making friends. You're really, it's really easy for you, and I'm a little jealous I don't know that. why, too, because I feel like I was always isolated. I guess I was tired of being isolated, so I forced myself to do these things. Okay. Like, That's I force myself to be social, and I, I force myself to talk. I think a little harder for me, just because I feel like people don't like me. Mm. Um, but how can people not like you if they don't know you? Right. But then, it's also very... We're outcasts. Remember, they don't know. We are outcasts. Out, it's just hard for me to, like... I feel like I have to We're have a certain persona to, like, connect with somebody. And so, I think all that overwhelming, like, knowing that I have to be someone I'm not before... I can be me. It's just overwhelming. And I don't, I don't have, I don't know. I don't have the energy for it. And also, like, people don't, I feel, I don't reach out to people, but people don't reach out to me either. So it's just kind of like, but they, I do that's base That's because that they feel it. the same way you feel. I get that. So and, if but you it's want just harder for me. to make relationships, you got to step out your comfort zone. But if you're with someone and if you've been talking to them and you guys, like, you, like you're, you're in class with someone 
and you guys seem to be hitting it off really cool and you guys have been talking a lot and like you know you shared a few jokes you guys share instagram why not just ask that person to hang out or just kind of throw it in there sneak it like sneak it like sneak it sneak that shit in there right sneak that shit in there but that's a conversation for another day um back to also don't feel girly enough you don't feel girly enough why do you need to be girly to have friends i don't know i think that that's where my outcast story comes in I've always been around like girly bitches, and I'm not really that girly. So I think, and you know what it is, in a lot of my like school relationships, I have been that like behind the everybody else friend. Like we'll invite you if there's a room friend. So I think that's really what it is. I don't want to deal with that. So how was it when we met? Like when I when I came into your life, was that like a drastic switch? Was that like a drastic change, or was that like? I think I was overwhelmed. Because I know that I can get attached to people, and you were very like there, there, there. You're my best friend there, and I was very like, I don't know, like this is kind of like a lot for me. And then I, I had to adapt to it, and then, yeah. I don't even know where that that came. I don't know where a lot of these traits of mine come from. I don't know, but I think that. Maybe it's because I'm a Gemini. I got comfortable with you, I think. I got, I don't know. I felt safe with you. Weird. And then you stopped being friends with me on multiple occasions. Because that's my trauma. And that's where I started growing some more. That's my <laughs> and that's where I started growing some more. Like I'm, It's easy for me to make connections, but it's also easy for me to cut them off. It's not easy for me to cut them off. It's a very hard for me, actually. And that's why I just don't do it. I think there's a lot. I put a lot of energy into it, and I don't. But then you'll end up like Nana. Get the same back, which is why I don't. Like I don't. Nana I don't allow myself to be in relationships or friendships. Two kids. I don't even talk to my damn family. I nigga that don't want you. And I still crave a connection. No, because the only reason he pursued that bitch is because that nigga got a drink thrown in his face. That's it. Now he got a child with her, and she's stuck for life. That really pisses me off. That makes me sad. I actually almost cried because it's just like, I mean, yes, yeah, a cartoon, but it's just like f- the fact that she has to endure that fate. Because I feel like having a baby by a nigga is just like, you got to look at them kids and like, damn, like this ain't no healthy relationship. This is a fucked up, uh, fucked up ass relationship. And you don't ever get that satisfaction of feeling not whole, but just, I don't know. I feel like you're always going to feel shitty about yourself that you let whatever happened, happen. Yeah. You know, and I don't know how that experience would like equivalent to me. Like I can't really get pregnant, <laughs> and I don't really think like I don't know. Like I guess like me getting a disease would make me feel like damn, like. I think so. I think that's big. <laughs> that's very big. Um, I don't know, but I'm. I don't fucking know. Um. Well, I think we're about to wrap this up. Yeah, I think we. We had our therapy session today. That's what that was. Yeah. That's what we going to call it. I guess it. I do want to experience love. I mean, that's something I think about a lot. But do I feel like I'm ready? I feel like I'm ready. I don't I don't know what else I need to work on. I think you just need to experience it, and then you'll find out. You really have to just go through it, and then you'll really know what you need. Because I know what I want, and I'm, I know what I need now. I'm not going to find that shit on dating apps. And you I'm might. There's people find, find relationships out. on dating apps. I think it's just... Just you have to be open. We can go to some LGBTQ events. I don't feel safe at those. I'm I, with you. No, I just feel I, I just feel like somebody's gonna shoot that shit up. Like I, oh. I don't feel safe going I'm to about like I see some. Oh, I don't. That shit won't be mad corny, girl. I'm not going to that shit. All right, well, you just not gonna ever be in a relationship ever. How about that? We got a podcast, so maybe somebody will listen to. Yeah, somebody go for come find you. <laughs> Hit him up, y'all. No, don't. N a n a c a m r e n. That's the that. Instagram. Don't do that. He's a photographer too, so get you some pics. I am not down for that. Oh, I don't know if we even mentioned our sexualities in this. We're black, and we're part of the LGBTQ community. They're queer. We are queer. I like to go by bisexual. Don't do too fucking much, okay? Damn. I think Cameron's just queer right now. I don't think there's a much of a label oh, to him yeah, right I now. Oh, yeah, I forgot. I don't like boys, girls, days, thems. It's... We're going like to call anything. it asexual. But he's just, he's just, queer. I'm just having a hard time dating, you know? I guess everyone is. But when the time is right, it's right. I'm just having a hard time dating. Um, I think we can end but on Don't be coming in my DMs. Come and go in his DMs. Go in his DMs, y'all. Stay out of my DMs. Go in that nigga DMs. Don't nobody be in my DMs. <laughs> <laughs> 
Hadi diyemiz diyeceğim. Diyemiz bir yerde Can I fuck? Can I see your feet? What your love titty nipple look like? I think... Are your booty... Are your ass... Are your ass cheeks fat? Alright y'all, that's the end of this. Thank you so much for listening Can I and lick your toes? stay tuned for next week's episode. You y'all got two episodes this week. Uh, we doing something big. But stay tuned for Why next week's no episode and we'll see y'all later. Bye.